Hey, this is Dr. Eric, and I just want to let you know about my gut healing bundle for those with thyroid and autoimmune thyroid conditions. This includes SMT Probio, which is a probiotic with 18 well-researched strains, Enzymes Plus, which not only includes digestive enzymes, but betaine, HCL, and ox bile, and SMT GI Restore, which is a stevia-free formulation that has multiple nutrients and herbs that have been proven to help support the healing of the gut. To learn more about this, you can visit guthealingbundle.com. Hey, this is Dr. Eric, and in this Q&A episode, I am going to answer the question, can the thyroid gland regenerate? I'll be referring to a few journal articles in this episode, and I'll make sure to include a link to these in the show notes, which you can access by visiting savemythyroid.com. So the thyroid gland is able to regenerate, although the regeneration of thyroid cells occur much slower than other areas of the body, such as the liver or the intestine. For example, the intestine is the most highly regenerative organ in the human body as it regenerates its lining every five to seven days. The liver is also fairly quick to regenerate, and some studies show that it will regrow to a normal size even after up to 90% of it has been removed, which is quite amazing. Part of the problem with the thyroid gland regeneration is that most of the time the factor that is causing the damage to the thyroid cells isn't being removed. For example, if someone has Hashimoto's antibodies, then this indicates that the immune system is damaging the thyroid gland, and most doctors don't do anything to address the autoimmune component. And because of this, the person's thyroid gland continues to get damaged, and as a result, the person usually will end up needing to take thyroid hormone replacement in this situation. And this is why I say that even people with Hashimoto's thyroiditis need to have their thyroid saved. And for those listening to this who have Graves' disease, Just keep in mind that many people with Graves also have the antibodies for Hashimoto's, and so while they might initially present with hyperthyroidism, if nothing is done to improve the health of their immune system, eventually these people are also likely to become hypothyroid. So the thyroid gland can regenerate, but it's a slow process, and you need to restore the health of the immune system so that it will stop causing damage to the thyroid gland. So let's briefly dive into the research. I'm not going to get into great detail with the research studies, but this one that I'm looking at now is from September 2018, and the title is An In Vivo Model for Thyroid Regeneration and Folliculogenesis. And the abstract says that while thyroid is considered to be a dormant organ, when required, it can regenerate through increased cell proliferation. However, the mechanism for regeneration remains unknown. Then there's... Another article, journal article from April 2014 with the title, Thyroid Regeneration, How Stem Cells Play a Role. And I'm really fascinated by stem cells. And this journal article focuses on our own stem cells, but I definitely could see a time and place, and they might even be using it now in a clinical setting where they're trying to regenerate thyroid tissue using external stem cells. And Yeah, just very fascinating and excited to see what the future will bring. But that being said, it's very expensive using stem cells. So I would still say you want to try to address the cost of the problem because if you just use stem cells and regenerate the thyroid tissue, but if the immune system is still attacking the thyroid gland, you're not really solving the problem. But anyway, so the abstract says that many tissues, if not all, are thought to contain stem cells that are responsible for regeneration and repair of the tissue after injury. And then dysregulation of tissue regeneration may result in various pathological conditions. And it mentions cancer here. 
And getting to the thyroid here, it says that the thyroid is an organ of slow turnover, estimated to divide only five times in adulthood. The thyroid retains its size and function that are under control of the physiological negative feedback mechanism. And then it says that following hemithyroidectomy, which is a partial thyroidectomy, like half the thyroid gland is removed, it says the residual thyroid tissue undergoes considerable increase in weight due to hypertrophy rather than hyperplasia. So hypertrophy means that the thyroid is just like growing in size, but the hyperplasia is actually an increase in the cells. And then it goes on to say, however, in the case of subtotal thyroidectomy, and that's where most of the thyroid gland is removed, it says the presence of hyperplasia was noted, suggesting cell proliferation. And then just look at the conclusion, it says that we have begun understanding the nature of adult thyroid stem progenitor cells and possible mechanisms of their involvement in thyroid regeneration when the thyroid is damaged and requires repair and understanding normal adult thyroid stem progenitor cells and their involvement in thyroid repair should help to better understand these diseases, hopefully leading to better diagnosis and or treatment. So I'm looking at another journal article from January 2021, so a more recent one. The title is A Stem Cell Surge During Thyroid Regeneration. And it starts off by saying that many tissues, including the thyroid, contain resident or adult stem cells that are responsible for regeneration and repair after injury, and the mechanisms of thyroid regeneration and the role of thyroid stem cells and thyroid progenitor cells in this process are not well understood. And we have now used a new mouse thyroid injury model to gain insight into this phenomenon. So again, this is not a human study. And then according to the conclusion, it says these data demonstrate that a new model of thyroid cell damage can be used to study the mobilization of resident adult stem cells. And the model clearly demonstrates involvement of both stem and progenitor cells in the in vivo regeneration of the thyroid after severe destruction. And then just uh, scrolling to the introduction, it says that the thyroid gland is a relatively dormant organ with a low cell turnover rate and with follicular cells, which only divide five times in adult life. However, the thyroid gland does have the capacity to grow through cell hypertrophy and or proliferation in response to hypothyroidism caused by various stimuli, including TSH, which is thyroid stimulating hormone, xenobiotics, or pathophysiological conditions in order to restore normal thyroid hormone levels. And those pathophysiological conditions include iodide deficiency, autoimmune disease, as well as partial thyroidectomy. And it goes on to mention that the mechanisms of the restorative function of the thyroid has been exploited by using partial thyroidectomy, which I just mentioned in a previous study, as well as experimental autoimmune thyroiditis or transgenic approaches in mice as a tool to study thyroid regeneration. However, the mechanisms involved remain to be fully characterized and a relative roles of follicular cell hyperplasia and stem cell activation remain unclear. And the control of regeneration of a thyroid gland is complex. And then just jump into the end of the study, it says, putting this information into the context of our current understanding generates a clear model of thyroid recovery after injury, and the model will allow the further exploration of each of the stages needed for successful thyroid gland repair. And in conclusion, this study demonstrated a new model of initiating thyroid tissue regeneration in an organ that shows poor innate regeneration. And so... As I already mentioned, I definitely could see them using stem cells in the future to help the thyroid gland regenerate. And while it would be great to use that and 
have someone eventually get off thyroid hormone replacements. The downside is that it's not doing anything to address the cause of the problem. So if someone has Hashimoto's thyroiditis and they spend thousands of dollars on stem cells, on stem cell treatments, which these days it can be thousands of dollars doing it on other parts of the body. And again, they might be able to get off thyroid hormone replacement, but if the damage to the thyroid gland is continuing because the autoimmune response wasn't addressed, then the person very well might be on thyroid hormone replacement again in the future just because the cause of the problem was never addressed. Plus, we also need to keep in mind that those with one autoimmune condition are more likely to develop other autoimmune conditions in the future. Getting stem cell treatments, it's not going to address that autoimmune component. So just something to keep in mind. I mean, it's very, still, I find it interesting. And then I'll just remind those with Graves' disease that a lot of people with Graves' disease also have the antibodies for Hashimoto's as well. And then I'm just going to bring up another study quickly. This relates actually to Graves' disease, recurrent Graves' disease after successful radioiodine treatment or therapy induced hypothyroidism. So pretty much someone who received radioactive iodine and they became hypothyroid, but then the Graves' disease returned, which also showed that the thyroid gland has the ability to regenerate. And it says rare, which I would say it is rare, but I actually have seen people over the years who got radioactive iodine and it came back. So it's not that rare. I mean, I don't know what the percentage is. It's something I have seen multiple times. So that's just another example that the thyroid gland can regenerate. Now, arguably, it could also relate to how much radioactive iodine was given to the person. If they're given a really high dose, then it's probably less likely to return and less likely for the thyroid gland to regenerate. But if a smaller dose was used, then again, it's, it might not... Be. It's not uncommon for people to need more than a single treatment of radioactive iodine. So it really does come down to how much radioactive iodine is used, but just another interesting example of how the thyroid gland can regenerate. So that is my response to the question, can the thyroid gland regenerate? So the answer is yes, but it's not as quick as other areas of the body, such as the liver and the intestine, but it can regenerate. You just want to make sure you do things to address the autoimmune component when the damage is related to Hashimoto's, or again, if someone has Graves' disease and the antibodies to Hashimoto's, it still means that the immune system is causing damage. And it could take years. It could take 5, 10, 15 years for significant damage to take place. But over time, in all likelihood, it will take place. And unfortunately, most medical doctors, including endocrinologists, don't do anything to address the cause of the problem, which you already know. Anyway, so that's my response. Hope you found this Q&A episode to be valuable. And as usual, I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit SaveMyThyroidChecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, 
milk thistle and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatoimmune Supreme, visit savemythyroid.com forward slash liver support.